Welcome aboard, Captain. back to the Star Trek Minute, the semi-daily podcast where we talk about and celebrate Star Trek or the voyage home one minute at a time. I'm David Stoker. I'm Chris LaSalle. Hey, Chris. Hey, Dave. How's it going? Uh, great. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Yeah, baby. You know it. Uh, so we're um, on uh, day three of uh, pickup week. Mm-hmm. And... Um, this is minute number 57. It is. This minute starts with uh, Dr. Jillian telling Kirk they're going to have to take their chances. The whales, that is. And this minute ends with Dr. Jillian flipping out on Spock again. Again? Yeah. Yeah, she flipped out on him before. That's right. Second time. Yeah. He kind of, well, uh, both times I think he deserved it. Yeah, this one's more of a surprise flip-out kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Uh, but let's wait. That's at the yep. end. We keep jumping yep. to the end. We like to talk about the ends of the minute first. Because mm, it's usually where the funny stuff is. Funny stuff's usually the end. I keep saying we should do Memento Minute. <laughs> and do the whole season in reverse. But so does that mean where every... Every uh, so we would have to like almost write down the dialogue of every single episode we do because we'd have to build on that. So we'd have to like retell the the minute. What? And yeah, because isn't that how the movie is? Like he remembers a little bit more, but he the, yeah. It's, yeah. it it all starts over again. So we would have to start the podcast over again from the very beginning, word for word, building <laughs> on. Yep, building on every episode. You're kind of blowing my mind a little bit with that because I was thinking that we could, you know, you just do, you would do the whole, you'd record the whole movie, you know, the yep. way it's played out, but then you release the episodes in reverse order, so you actually are telling the story in chronological order instead of in reverse order like it's done in the movie. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I like my idea better. Okay. <laughs> All right, so what are we talking about again? Uh, the Voyage Home. Yes, we're on the Voyage Home as we completely derailed the beginning of that. Uh, uh, minute 57, yep. Dr. Jillian answers, Dr. Jillian flipping out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're yep. good. good. So uh, they're going to just have to take their chances, Chris. She looks pretty, uh, um, I don't know, is it, uh, t- I don't know if she's scared or embarrassed or. I think, it's un- I think it's uncomfortable. So, okay, but why is she uncomfortable? Is it? I mean, it's the. I mean, that's the the fact of it, right? I think she'd be. I guess you're being angry, like they're gonna have to take their chances because we have to friggin' let him go. I don't want to, but you. But yeah, she seems embarrassed about it. I don't know if embarrassed is the. I mean, because at the end of last minute, you know, she asks. He asks, you know, what's gonna happen to the whales, and she's kind of like, uh. Yeah. You know, kind of. I don't know if it's embarrassment. It's, I feel like it's more of like, you know, reluctantly answering. And then she's obviously very nervous about it. Yeah. You know, they're going to have to, you know, and then he's, 
you know, Kirk, you know, what does that what does that mean exactly? Take their chances. And she lays right into it, you know, means they're going to have to, you know, they're going to be at risk, just like every other humpback whale out there. Did you know she does it in, in large Marge mode? Where she's like staring off into space? The whole time. It was a night just like <laughs> this night. <laughs> yeah, she's like gripping the steering wheel. Like it just, yeah. Yeah, telling her horrible tale, staring off into the distance. She's not paying attention to the road. Uh, I just well, I just thought that was kind of... Well, she's probably hooked up to some sort of like camera on the hood. So it's like one of those deals where it's probably hooked up to like a trailer or something. So she's probably looking at the guy who's, you know, telling her to speed it up or uh, making faces at her or something. Or the director is right there and she's probably staring at him. Oh, I figured... Uh... I figured they were holding cue cards up for her. Um, oh, maybe. Because she does do it. So I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Um, she's like, you know, what was all the stuff you meant you were talking about back in the institute about extinction? So we, we talked yep. about that, right? Like, oh, she just let that go? And she didn't, right? She brings it back yep. up here. Um, and she quotes back exactly, you know. Uh, I exact, meant. Yeah, exactly what Kirk said or what Spock said. Um, Admiral, I would. If we were to assume those whales are ours, do with. And as she's doing that, as she's saying it, she is, she's like got her finger up in the air, and it looks like she's reading. And, and it, when I, you know, my first thought was like, oh, she's she's actually reading something off a cue card, right? right? But then she does say that she's got a photographic memory and she sees sees words. words, right? So I'm assuming then she was just acting and showing that she sees words, right? Exactly. That's what I. That, yeah, and I actually like that part where she does that, where she she points her finger and, you know, she sort of like is remembering exactly what, mm-hmm. you know, she's, you know, she, he said and, uh, you know, past tense, you know, and I love how she's like, you know, that's not what she said, farm boy. <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I have a photograph of him. Yeah, I, 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 see, I see words um, to, to which... Spock, um, you know, here's another look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are yeah. you sure this isn't time for another, uh, for a colorful metaphor? <laughs> yeah, that's another great one. He's very, very deadpan in this. Um, the, uh, let's see, da, da, da. photographic memory, I see words. Do you think, uh, do you know anybody with photographic memory? Have you ever met anybody in your life? I don't. Yeah, no, one, no one with a photograph or or. What is it? The other eidetic memory, the right. one where you remember like specific dates and things that happened on those dates or something. Oh, is that the difference? I think so. I think that's what it, an eidetic memory is. It's okay. Where it's not. I don't think it's necessarily a photographic memory. It's it's different. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like I've... you can remember like September third, what you have for breakfast. Wow. Like something like that. Yeah. And uh, I, the only reason I remember is because of. Um, what do you call it? Uh, Robert Langdon from the uh, from Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code, yes, from yeah. the Dan Brown books. Yep. he has an eidetic memory. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never, I've never, I've never met anybody with a photographic memory. I, I wonder if they would be fun people, fun to be friends with, or annoying to be friends with. I think they'd be pretty annoying because then every time you are caught in a lie, they're going to catch you. <laughs> didn't you say you were sick last week? What? I, I didn't say what. Didn't your grandma die already? I never said that. 
I never said that. Yes, I did. I have a photograph of memory. I see words. So there you go. So there's my question for you. I see words. How do you think she sees those words? Do you think she's remembering Spock coming out of the tank and uh, talking to Kirk and she's seeing little cartoon balloons above their heads? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think it's quite like that, but that would be hilarious. Did you have... I had... uh, (laughs) Yeah. I had an... uh, is that a pop-up video you just did there? <laughs> yeah. um, I had the Star Trek The Motion Picture. I think it was the photo book or the photo story. Mm. And it was all, it was a great book. It was really heavy because it was on this like glossy paper. It was, and it was all fo- it was all photos, the whole movie and photos. Um, but what they did was they did, they put, you know, uh, cartoon balloons, like word balloons yep. uh, above above their heads for the whole thing so the whole thing was i don't i don't know if it's the entire script but for most of the most of the story was with these uh word balloons and uh it was kind of cool it was a cool mashup of you know just looking at all the cool pictures and actually being able to read the story um so that's what i'm picturing here is that she when she sees words word balloons yeah i'm gonna go with i don't think it's quite like that but that would be pretty funny though i like that idea all right Boop. Boop. Uh, all right. She's uh, so now she's like accusing them of being from the military, trying to re- teach whales to retrieve torpedoes or some dipshit stuff like that. And I'm gonna say hey, the we, word because they get said to swear. It. Yep. Is that no okay? ma'am? No ma'am. No ma'am. No dipshit. Uh, and uh, I should have looked this up, and I'll have to ask an intern. It's, this isn't the this isn't the first time somebody's sworn in Star Trek, is it? I don't think so. You know, we had double dumbass earlier, but that doesn't count. Well, double, and I think uh, didn't he call? Um, did he call? Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, doesn't he call him a son of a bitch? Yep. Okay, let me ask you differently. Is this the first S word we hear in Star Trek? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, we get all sorts of colorful words now. We've got it's the P. It's PG after all, but remember. This is about the time where PG-13 stuff started to come out, so maybe PG was a little more edgy. Edgy, right. They, they hadn't quite shifted. The, they, they, it's a word count, right? Don't you get like one F word in a PG-13 movie or something? But if, you get, if it's two, it goes to R. Hmm, maybe. So, yeah, so they, yeah, they hadn't quite ironed out all those rules yet. They were, what are you, like two years into PG-13 at this point? It was um, pretty or it's pretty recent at the, in 1986. Hmm, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so some swearing there, um, kind of softens it just by calling it dipshit. Yep. I'm already embarrassed by saying the word. I shouldn't be saying this on our <laughs> podcast. Sorry, everybody. So she, she, so he admits that, you know, it's not the stupid stuff like teaching whales to retrieve tor- torpedoes or, you know, other stuff, mm-hmm. but he doesn't admit to being, not being in the military. Oh, because he just says, nice. no, ma'am, no dipshit. So he obviously, I think, admits that they're not doing that crazy stuff. But I don't think he – because they're obviously in the military, right? Yeah. Well, I don't want to – I don't know if I'm open that can of worms, right? The whole, what is Starfleet? Is it a military organization or is it a science organization? Well, right. I, I was I wasn't really going that that way. I was thinking more of the rank and the you right. know they're mil, mil, military esque, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. captain, lieutenant, you know that sort of stuff. Yep. That to me symbolizes some sort of 
military hierarchy. For sure. Yeah. I've never heard of the whales retrieving torpedoes thing. Was it, was that I only think of James Bond with like, uh, you know, laser beams on sharks and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's uh, Austin Powers. <laughs> Didn't they do some crazy thing on one of the James, the early James Bond, though, with the sharks or something? Was it, Moon, was it Moonraker? I don't know. It might have been. Someone gets, someone gets like launched into a, a piranha tank or a shark tank or something. Gets yeah. Uh, or maybe it was an eel. Probably yeah, all those things. That probably just, I probably just rattled off like yeah. three James Bond plot points. <laughs> um, all right. So, uh, so then Spock out of nowhere. Uh, drops the bomb. Gracie yep. is pregnant. So, which, which is which is fantastic because n- number one, we don't get to see anyone's reaction because we get an exterior shot of the truck screeching to a halt. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah, that's excellent. Because I gotta wonder, like, if he told Kirk before, no. or if this is like new information. Oh, I think it's new. Uh, I would love to be able to do that when I hear something like that really bothers me to slam on my brakes in the middle of the yeah. street. Uh, so this is, so I've been, I know we haven't talked about this yet, but yeah. when we are, when Spock was in the tank, I know I specifically said several times that Spock was mind melding with Gracie. Right. But is it possible that he was mind melding with George and George knew that Gracie's pregnant and told him. I don't think so. So you think you think he got this information direct from Gracie? Yes. Okay. All right, that was my question. Yes, I think it's. I think he got it directly from Gracie. Yeah. To which she flips out. All right. Who are you? That's isn't that you know a question I would ask at that point. How yeah. did you know that? Yeah. Not exactly. who are you? Yeah. What? What? I, I would be like, what? 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 How, how, how? I don't know. How do you know that? Or is it? Or maybe she just thinks he's another, you know, uh, marine biologist, and he could tell just by looking at Gracie that she's pregnant. Mm, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. It just seems like an odd choice. Yeah. But yes, I love Jillian. All the energy. She does have a. She does have a lot of energy. What do you think she's gonna do with them? Do you think she's gonna kick them out of the, the truck at this point? Mm, I don't know. She loves those hard luck cases, and now she's. I think she's really hooked in. Yeah, she's you know, got she's, mystery on top of mystery. Yeah, she wants to know who these two dudes are, and you know, she was curious before, and now she's ultra curious because you know how to. They know something that only she should know. Right. How does she know? Well, I'm sure they do all kinds of tests. Guess they so. must. They, they must know. Must know. They have it on video or something. Probably. Like, yeah, she's pregnant. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, and there we go. Uh, again, I keep feeling we. These, this is, it's it's been pickup week. It's been a lot of you know, it's like a talkie, right? It's a lot of t- lot of talking. Yep. Uh, I feel like he, all these minutes have gone by a lot faster than a minute. Sometimes you get them that are you know, I don't know. The minute itself seems like 
five minutes. These all seem like very fast. Yep. And I wonder if it's because of the comedy, because there's all these jokes and zingers thrown in there. Um, I don't know. But that's okay. Yeah, we made it to the weekend. We did. Uh, you got anything else for this one? I don't. I'm good. I'm ready for pickup week number two. All right. I'll have to come up with a different, different, different name for it, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, it's uh, it's Friday then, so let's uh, it's Patreon, Patreon Day, Patreon Friday, Patreon Friday on pickup week. Yep. Uh, so yeah, Patreon. It's, uh, this is the it's Friday. It's the day we thank all of our patrons. Uh, those of you who have gone out to StarTrekMinute.com and clicked become a patron and uh, sign up for all of our cool, uh, valuable prizes that we. <laughs> Prizes, <laughs> prizes, swag, swag. Yes. So if you uh, if you want to become a patron, uh, we have all different levels that you can sponsor the show at, and for each different level, we have different uh, uh, goodies that we we give back to you. Uh, uh, stickers. Uh, we have a weekly bonus episode, Saturday morning trek, uh, that comes out on the weekends, um, uh, and all sorts of other things. So if you want to check it out, uh, please head on over. Um, all that, all the uh, all the sponsorships. Uh, uh, go back and help keep the lights on here at Star Trek Minute, which is uh, fantastic. We really appreciate it. And uh, so one of the things we want to do is thank all our patrons, and that's mm. what we are about to do. Yes. And I think I get the pleasure this week of you thanking do. our cast of characters. Um, so in uh, yet another random order, uh, we're going to start by thanking Kevin. Hey, thanks, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Uh, we're not normally going to read last names, but this guy is Con Noonien Shane. Yes. Thank you, sir. Hey, Shane. Hey. Uh, we're going to thank David in solidarity. Yes, David. Uh, Captain America, of all people. Hey, Steve Rogers. Uh, one of my favorites to say, Timmy Bricks. Timmy Bricks. Got to love the Legos. Hey, yeah. Uh, also want to thank Conrad. Uh, Thanks, Conrad. Yeah. Thank you, Sagacious Crumb. Hey, is that all right? <laughs> thank you. Uh, I want to thank Heidi, uh, Heidi at Vibrant Visionaries, one yep. of our uh, sister podcasters. Um, I want to thank the Carlisles. Yes, love the Carlisles. Yes, we do. Um, uh, I want to thank Quark's Q-tips. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Yeah. And last but not least, we're going to thank our friends over at Giraffe Bear, where they make the fine wool felt paintings. Uh, yes. Pretty awesome. Check them out. Um, so, yeah, thank you all uh, once again for your uh, your sponsorship. We really appreciate it and are humbled by it. Um, so, yeah, let's uh, let's head out for the weekend, Dave. And uh, yes. we'll be back again on Monday talking about Minute 58. We're almost to the one-hour mark. Um, minute 58 of Voyage Home here at the Star Trek Minute. Bye now. Goodbye.